Welcome to chapel today. Glad that you're here. It's an exciting, it's an exciting day to be here today. Thank you for being here as well. Is that a vuvuzela? Is that what that's called? No one got it. Okay. All right. Before you guys start your worship service, we have a very special speaker for all of you. Please give a round of applause for Bill Cosby. Yeah. Excuse me. Do you know who this is? This is Mr. Bill Cosby. You see, I'm just gonna come and tell you about the 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 unrest. You see, it's gonna be this. this Thursday, which will be tomorrow, because today is Wednesday, you see, and it's going to be good, because there's going to be jokes, and there's going to be people, Rudy, there's going to be people there, and Theo, and all of our children, it's going to be great, you see. Um. <laughs> Give it up for Bill Cosby, everybody. <laughs> all right, if you're unfamiliar, that's the Nose Brothers. And I don't. <laughs> I don't even know exactly how to respond to that. Welcome to worship. Welcome to worship today. I'm glad that you're here in this place. Um, I, I want to first start our time together by introducing Joelle Beagle. She's our coordinator for missions in our office. So welcome her to the stage this morning. Will you pray with me? Father God, we thank you for this day and for all that it brings. We thank you for this time together where we can learn about what it means to be loved by you and to love those around us. And in Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand with us as we start to sing this morning? Nothing can separate Even if I ran away It's your love
I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. And Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. What does it mean, you're going to look at the camera here, what does it mean for you to love where you live? To me, loving where I live means to love people the way God asks us to. It means to make time in my schedule to go out to the community and help whatever ways I can help. It means to smile at everybody and be there for them. It means to lead groups, to go out, to mentor, to play, to do anything that I can to help out. Loving where I live is going out playing with inner city kids every week and engaging other families well and showing them God's love through us. For me, to love where you live means to fulfill the commandment of Christ, which is to love God and to love others. Therefore, no matter what journey of life I'm on, I will continue to love where I live. Me loving where I live means getting to go love on um, some kids uh, after they get out of school and just uh, showing them the love of God applicably through um, just playing with them and, and uh, sometimes telling them stories. To love my neighbor, um, and whether that's my neighbor in another country, in um, another part of Waco, or someone that I'm sitting next to in class. But it's fairly awkward. Oh, like the way the chapel. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. In our hearts, Lord, in this nation awakening Holy Spirit we desire moment 
Why don't you stand with us as we continue singing? Yeah. 
God, we thank you that you are our high king. God, that you set, that you set an example for us um, in becoming one of us in Jesus. That it's his life, his work here in this world that we are called to, to follow after and to imitate in our own lives. So God, um, it's my prayer for these students and for myself that, um, that we can do that, that we follow after Jesus and we uh, seek to follow him and to imitate him in our lives. Amen. 
As many of you know, because uh, we've talked about it a lot here at Chapel, uh, this week is uh, Be the Change Missions Conference. And so with that, we have a, a whole lot of missionaries who are here from all over the world. Um, and one of them uh, who's going to be here today, his name is Dick Ackley, and he was born and raised in Africa. Um, and he's been serving now back in the States for 27 years uh, in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a ministry called Serving in Mission. And what they do is they plant churches uh, in about 50 countries all over the world, and those are in continents like Africa and Asia and South America. And so this morning, uh, we welcome him because he's going to come share with us for a moment about his testimony, his life. Um, and so welcome him now to Wake Hall Stage. Thank you. <clears throat> I was born in Africa. I graduated from high school in Africa. I learned two African languages. My family and I served there. I've lived in Africa more than half of my life. I am African American. <laughs> um, Solwezi is a small mining town in northwest Zambia very close to the war-torn Congo border. It is where Mama Yoba and her 20 assistants have established Lusa home-based care. Their husbands have all died, most of HIV AIDS. Every morning, five mornings a week, they meet at five o'clock in the morning to pray. And they teach about 70 orphans a basic education and they feed them a lunch, feeding the poorest of the poor children. Then in the afternoon, they'll work the farm or tend to the chickens or the fish farm that, that funds their ministry. Often in the afternoons, they will walk many miles to remote villages where they will take supplies, medicines, and food to those families who've been devastated by HIV and AIDS. There they serve the least of these. One day in June, I got them apart and gathered them together to talk to them. I read this very passage, Matthew 25. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink and so on. Whatever you do to one of these, you've done it to me. I told them they had the most important job in the world, that they were doing exactly what Jesus told us to do. By feeding and caring for the least of these, they were feeding and caring for Jesus. I told them that if Jesus lived in Solwezi, he would likely be doing what they were doing. I told them that although they were totally unknown, unheralded on earth, that in heaven they were heroes. These were words they had never heard before, and they wept. And then they got up and they started dancing, dancing for gratitude, knowing that, they're, they, that they were known and heroes in heaven. If you and I are to be disciples of Jesus, we need to count the cost. What is the cost? The cost is absolutely everything. That's the cost. It's not just our worship, it's not just our service, it's not just our money, it's not just uh, our work, it's everything. At a church service in Ethiopia, there, were, there was a pouring out of the Spirit, there were 
offerings being given, people taking coins, money. They even set up a little farm area, a little hay. And so because people were bringing goats and chickens as their offerings to God. There was this little girl, a teenage girl, who was witnessing on the, all this. She had no money. She had no chickens or goats. She got up and she ran to the front and she jumped into the hay. She was giving herself to Jesus. This is, this is what Jesus is asking of us, to give our all. So what do we have to gain from all this sacrifice? Well, we gain a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. We'll see a lot of needs, and it will be very difficult. But we will also gain unspeakable joy, inexplicable peace, and the ultimate fulfillment of doing what God has created you to do and being who God has created you to be. It's absolute surrender. You are not your own. You've been bought with the price, the precious blood of Jesus. Never forget that. I often wonder what kind of mission God wants for my life. I want to give you a different question to ask yourself. Instead of asking what kind of mission God wants for your life, ask what kind of me God wants for his mission. What does God want for me to be for his mission? The needs are great. The resources are limited. The workers for the harvest are few. But the cause is great. The rewards are eternal. The blessings are sure. The harvest is ripe. Are you willing? I'll be in the sub, in front of the sub until 1.30, and then in the Bobo Center at 2 o'clock, if anybody would like to visit. God bless you. If you would like to know more about what it means to love where you live right here in Waco, then I encourage you to come to the Bobo today at 2 o'clock as we go out and do service learning projects here in the Waco area, working with people that are ministering right here and meeting needs right here in Waco. Um, if you are interested in learning about global mission opportunities, I encourage you to come by the Bobo at 2 o'clock today, grab a Dr. Pepper float, and learn more about the trips that are going out during spring break and during May. Will you stand with me? Go now in peace and in the knowledge that you are loved and that you are called to love. You're dismissed.